Coming up, we are headed to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and you guessed it, we want to talk about it, we want to talk, is it better than the first one, is it not as good as the first one, is it different, is it Marvel's best, Marvel's worst, I don't know, you don't know, let's go see the movie, and then we're going to talk about it in this episode of Dispod. Pop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and like I said earlier, I just saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I want to talk about it with you guys just a little bit, really quickly, uh, just give you my initial impressions. Um, just a heads up, this will probably have some spoilers in it. No major spoilers, I promise. Um... But uh, as the marketing for this movie was made to avoid all sorts of spoilers, pretty much anything I'm going to talk about when it comes to plot could be a semi-spoiler for some. So just be forewarned as we go into this. But first of all, I love the movie. I had read um, one or two uh, reports just briefly. I don't like to go into in detailed reviews or anything like that before I go see a movie. That's just my personal uh, personal preference there. But um I had read that this wasn't as good as the first one and that it had it tried something different and more emotional and the jokes took the back burner and um that's a, a, essentially the gist of what I was going to get getting into going into this and I thought to myself okay well I I appreciate that it's not going to be the same thing whatever I don't know what movie this person watched or whoever it was that I read that, but I would put this movie as, like, I have not felt the way I felt when this movie was over about a Marvel movie in a long time. Actually, probably since the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I would say that I easily think that this one I prefer over the first one. And um, not to say that I don't love the first one. You guys know how much I love the first one. That's usually in my highest uh, rank of all the Marvel movies. This is the perfect follow-up it is intimate with the characters um it's all about family it is funny it is uh it's got emotion but it's also i I don't know it's it's got it's got a lot let me go into some uh a little bit of basics about the the film um really quickly here though for uh those of you who may not know uh the same director as the first one james gunn returned direct and wrote this one it was just uh sole writing credit him this time as uh, opposed to uh, Nicole Perlman, who I believe helped write the uh, the first one. But um, anyway, uh, Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. You've got uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Um, uh, David Bautista. Dave Bautista as uh, Drax. Vin Diesel's Baby Groot's voice. Bradley Cooper's Rocket's voice. Um, Michael Rooker as Yondu, who I'd say... I mean, his character was a big part in the first one, but he is front and center in this one. Um uh karen gillen returns as nebula who is gamora's sister the two daughters of thanos for those of you who do not remember thanos is most likely the big bad in the upcoming avengers um infinity uh gauntlet movie or infinity war uh, i i can't remember what it's called right now a uh, new character mantis um played by one palm clementif if that's not how you say your name i do apologize but um fantastic casting right there uh sylvester stallone makes an appearance in this movie kurt russell's uh plays the character of ego who you may remember from the first full trailer that we got of this movie he plays 
spoiler alert, he plays Star-Lord's father. But that's revealed extremely early on in the movie. That is not something that's, like, teased about at all. Um, and then uh, then, then some others here along the world. Um, Sean Gunn plays, uh, who you may not know is, uh, I almost said Tim Gunn's brother, who is, um, uh, who's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a funny, James Gunn's, uh, James Gunn's brother, um, and for those of you who don't know, he's also the motion capture uh, of Rocket Raccoon. He's Rocket on set. Um, but yeah, um, he he plays uh, he plays a pretty pretty big part in this movie too. I'd say uh, he's he's one of the Ravagers. He's Kraglin. In case you don't know, he's kind of like Yondu's kind of second in command. But um, funny, everybody, everybody. Okay, so I, I guess I'll get into plot a little bit. So this, this movie picks up with that big, um, all the uh, the guardians fighting that big uh, monster from the uh, the first trailer, the one that Drax is inside stabbing with the knives, and um, you know, and has a really adorable Baby Groot dancing scene that goes through the credits, and it just kind of he's dancing around this entire big action scene that's taking place behind them, and this scene is essentially what gets the movie started. I mean, it is the push of the 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 roll of the snowball down the hill that becomes the avalanche um just so for me like effortless from scene to scene to scene to scene um so essentially they're fighting this um rocket steals some batteries from this culture i know it sounds weird but um that they've been hired to stop this monster from destroying stuff somehow yada 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 anyway the culture the um uh my goodness i cannot remember the name of them i have only seen it once the leader's name is aisha um anyway uh this group of people these golden people they go after the guardians and they pursue them and essentially star lord's father rescues them and you know reveals who he is and takes them to his planet and um you know that's that's kind of the plot they're rocket groot gamora and um rocket Groot, gamora no not gamora excuse me rocket groot and nebula um stay behind to work on the damaged uh peter quill's uh ship is severely damaged the milano and uh they stay behind to work on that so their journey is kind of off to the side over here while the other characters are off to the side over here um and they split them up well and it's great because rocket and peter get in this huge um uh uh just i don't know how to the argument or like ego trip or um just a clash of personalities and essentially it's going to be kind of like they're off learning things about each other and everybody learns a lot about each other in this movie um the the music okay big thing the the soundtrack on point just as great as the uh the volume one awesome mix um in fact i am going to google and see if i can get it on vinyl as well uh just so you know i got the awesome mix volume one on vinyl recently on amazon for like i don't know like 13 dollars. so it was a pretty good deal and it comes with a digital download i like to listen to it like that maybe you can get it on cassette who knows i'm gonna go see if volume two exists though like that because phenomenal soundtrack i'd say the music is even more front and center in this movie like they're acknowledging the songs a lot um and the songs play be- weave beautifully in and out of like the narrative um both uh diegetically and non-diegetically it's just it's really 
it's really well done. And I have to say, there are some um, striking visuals. Um, I really like the color palette that was chosen for this movie. A lot of these really cool, uh, like, purples and greens and just a lot of colors that I don't think you would associate with, like, a space movie. It was very, like, watercolors almost. Um, and there, there were um, several scenes where I stopped and I was like, that's like a, a, a poster right there. Like, that is a poster. Um I think every character really does have their time to shine in this movie. Um, if, if, whichever character is your favorite, for whatever reason, they're going to have their moment in this movie, too. Um, again, another really well-balanced character piece. Just like the first one, the whole reason why I love Guardians and the whole reason why I love The Avengers and like Star Trek 2009, they're these great movies that really bring together these characters in a really awesome and fluid manner. And this continues that. It doesn't... When I say that they're separated a little bit, I mean, it serves the plot, but it's not like that is the plot. They're all separated, and they have to come back together again. It doesn't It doesn't fall into any, um, any uh, blueprints, any of that Marvel blueprint, any of that pattern. Um, it, it, it stays kind of true to the Guardians of the Galaxy way, um, which is kind of this sometimes ridiculous humor and ridiculous plot but it works somehow somehow that humor balances out those other things so well that it just again it's like i keep saying it's a b movie that is an a plus movie i I don't know how i mean this guy's a genius james gunn is a genius i mean he just excuse me i might have kicked the camera sorry um I just, it, it's incredible. I'm sorry, I, I know I sound like I'm all over the place, but I literally did just get out of the movie, um, and it's like midnight right now while I'm recording this, so um, I'm just trying to get my initial impression out there, but um, yeah, uh, again, I I really think that Star-Lord is going to be the, the, uh, the role of Chris Pratt's career, and I mean this in a great way. I think it's essentially his Indiana Jones the the or his Han Solo. I mean, it's I, I know those are both Harrison Ford characters, but it's just one of those like it's gonna become this really iconic role. And these movies, um James Gunn recently spoke about how because he's been um hired back to do the third one, he recently spoke about um essentially the three of them are gonna be like one big story. And you can you can see that this this to me the second movie is a natural progression of where you would go in a story for these. Um, just so you know too, this movie does take place in 2014, so the events of this movie are pretty immediate following the other ones. It it doesn't allude. I mean, it mentions those events, but it's it's got to be within six months to a year because the opening scene takes place in 1980, and then it says 34 years later, so that's 2014. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so yeah, interesting. So when the uh, uh, it was confirmed that the Avengers were going to jump forward four years to uh, be in Infinity War, this makes sense because essentially they have to because this movie was technically already taking place three years ago from now. Infinity War comes out next year, so that's a four-year jump. So I'll be interested to see kind of where all those characters are at after that. Um, I, I do have to say, too, this is a really well self-contained movie. Um, you know, if the first one's not super fresh in your mind, you essentially just have to know that Gamora and Nebula are uh, sisters, and they hate each other, and they are daughters of Thanos. And they really go into where that hatred kind of spawns from and how Thanos pitted them against each other. I thought that was great. Um, 
Peter, you kind of just essentially have to know a little bit about Peter's affinity for the 80s, but you really pick up on that really quickly. Um, and there's nothing you can't really pick up with. What I'm saying is if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy in the last like year or two, I think you're still going to be okay. I mean, I'm assuming you're seeing this movie because you've seen the first one. I don't know. Um, but I would say, yeah, in the end, this one for me, like when they're both on my shelf and I'm going to pick one to watch, I'm going to pick this one. Um, not because I don't love the first one, but just because this one just spoke to me. I just loved – there are emotional moments in this movie and they almost come off – they're very direct emotional. They don't tiptoe around it. They don't drag out the scene. It's just kind of like when the character's ready to explode with whatever they're feeling, they straight up say it to that other character and it almost comes out a little ridiculous. But then that's where the beauty of the humor of this movie comes in because it just, like I said earlier, it balances that out. So there is a scene between Yondu and and uh, Rocket who kind of develop a relationship in this. And it just all of a sudden, Yondu kind of starts yelling at Rocket. And he is essentially like we know he's describing himself in seeing him in Rocket. And at the end, he's he says that to Rocket. And then Rocket makes kind of a kind of an offhanded joke and... It just it balances out that emotion from Yondu so well, and uh, Michael Rooker, I'm props to you, man. Uh, phenomenal job in this movie. Phenomenal job. The Sylvester Stallone cameo as one of the other groups of Ravengers is bizarre to me. I the Kurt Russell as the father is great because that character is in the whole movie. The Sylvester Stallone character is in like two scenes. And it's just a weird, like, I don't know if they're alluding to another group that becomes the Guardians, because I don't know anything about, um, I don't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book that much, um, which is another thing that I'm really enjoying about the movies, is that I can just kind of enjoy it for what it is, as something I don't know, so it seems very original to me. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's almost like they're another group of guardians or just another group of ravagers i don't know it they kind of assemble at some point that and it looks like i'm supposed to know who they are or if you're a big fan of the the comics maybe you do know who they are i don't know if you know who they are let me know in the comments of this video or tweet at me at tis pop show because i i'm i'm just curious i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna do some googling but if there's anybody out there that's a giant uh, guardians fan that's watching this let me know please um yeah so um you know, it continues kind of, uh, like I said, this movie's all about family. So it's not just family, like whose family is whose family. It's the family dynamic. So it's kind of essentially how the Guardians have are, how they're going to elevate themselves from like a band of misfit a-holes, as they say, um, into family. Um, and uh, they they acknowledge the, the unspoken thing between Star-Lord and Gamora and... Uh, you know, um, Drax is clearly been very influenced by the first movie because his character is much more uh, open in this movie. But oh my gosh, gosh, he he steals the show. They all steal the show, and I know that seems weird. And you, if they're all stealing the show, how are they all stealing the show? Like it just, it just. You gotta see it. You gotta go see it. You gotta. See, you're gonna laugh. Um, I got a little emotional at one point too. I got a little. Got a little teary eyed. Yeah. Um, I thought all the visual effects in this movie were outstanding. Um, like I said, the visual palette's wonderful. Uh, the DP on this movie really outdid themselves. Um, I mean, essentially, there are scenes where you you look around and you're kind of like, all right, 
this entire scene, nothing is real in it. Because, like, if it's Rocket talking to Groot, a baby Groot, and they're, like, in outer space or, like, on this planet, you're like, man, everything in this scene has got to be CGI. But it just feels real. It feels good, you know? <coughs> it feels like it's going to hold up for a while, too. Um, I, I, so I, I, I said earlier that Kurt Russell's um, ego character uh, is Peter... Will's father and they really do he does he was very well cast I, I think Kurt Russell did uh, an awesome job and it, very believable kind of like I'm like yeah this could be Peter Quill's dad I could see this that you know um, I, I don't want to say uh, too much about any of that because that's I, I think he's kind of part of the mystery of the movie like not that he's the dad but it's just kind of like uh, what's he doing how'd he get here what what's up with him um, and um, they make a uh, they make a fun if you're you're going to see it make sure you stay all the way to the very end of the credits because there are like four or five different end credit scenes they just keep coming every few minutes plus I, you know i try to stay anyways to the end to kind of respect everyone that worked on the movie i'm not saying you're disrespectful if you go i get it but i'm just you know someday my name might be in the very bottom of a credit scene so i want to know that somebody saw it um but I, uh, uh, there is a fun little, uh, on the, on the right side as the credits are going up, there's a dancing Jeff Goldblum. So look out for that. He, he's, he's dancing as his character from, uh, um, the Thor movie coming up, Ragnarok. Um, so that was, that was cool. That was a fun little, like, you gotta look closely for it. Plus they do this fun thing in the credits too, where it keeps saying, I am Groot, and then it'll turn into whatever it, it was said. So little, plenty of little stuff in there. Um, other very minor characters from the first movie do make appearances, some unexpected ones. So I'm not, I'm not going to ruin any of that. Um, but this movie, like, it, it's it's long, um, but it's it is like, I don't know. I have, I like I said earlier, I'm just, I feel like I'm all over the place in this in this review, and I do apologize, but it's just kind of like. I'm filled with so many emotions. Like I said, I laughed, I cried a little bit. Um, I thought it was good, good drama, but like not. It was that that great cheesy, not cheesy melodrama, great melodrama almost, but not not. I don't know. I I don't know how another one of these can be reproduced. You know what I mean? Um, my fear of going to the second one was it wasn't as gonna gonna be as good as the first one, and I was okay with that because how do you how do you repeat perfection, you know? And you don't. You make it something else, and that is what this movie did, and it did it well. Um, man, I don't I don't know what else uh, people are looking for in these type of a review. I mean, I, I talked about all the actors are phenomenal. This is one of those like perfectly cast uh, casts. Um, you know, I, I don't want to go into that plot too much. Like I said, I'll give you a little overview of that. Uh, the music in this film, phenomenal. The score was great, too. That's what I'm referring to as well. Um, some pretty, you know, Marvel suffers from that not overly memorable scores. But this had a couple couple notes in there that I was like, oh, this is good. I like the score right here. Um, what they did for the Awesome Mix Volume 1, if you got the uh, vinyl, it actually came with both the soundtrack and the score. So I kind of hope this one does the same thing. Um, the art direction's phenomenal, as always. It's just, it's very consistent with the, the first movie. And, um, yeah, don't, don't buy into any of those initial 
reactions and reviews because for me, the, this is Marvel at its best. Original, um, just not afraid to be funny too. The the there's language in it that you know Rocket's got a bad mouth and it's, but it makes it real. You know, it makes it. I don't know. It just makes it. It makes it what it is. It all gels together so well. Um, so rather than continue to babble on, I'll just I'll cut it here and make this kind of a kind of a shorter episode. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's uh, anything else I could I could talk about in this. Uh, the Stan Lee cameo, awesome, on point. Um, which I guess, and I've got to do a little bit of research, but his cameo is essentially like ties into some fan theory thing that was made before about all the Stan Lee cameos are actually related to something. And I'm, I'm going to have to read more on this again. I don't, I try not to read too much into some of that stuff right before the movie comes out, because I feel like it, it might accidentally have a spoiler in it. Like I said, stay through the credits because there is a hint at what's to come in the next guardians movie. Um, not anything to do with, um, with the Avengers, uh, movie at all. So there's no kind of lead into that here, except for, the Nebula and Gamora hatred of Thanos. Essentially, Nebula is now on a mission to kill Thanos. So I'm assuming she's going to be kind of the the how the Guardians get tied into Infinity War. Um, I mean, it makes sense from this. So if Nebula is not in Infinity War, it's going to be a little weird. But um, but yeah, so. That's it. There's, you know, the the big finale of this movie is just very well done. Awesome visuals, awesome music, awesome acting, gr- well-written story, well-directed movie. I loved it. I don't think everybody's going to love it. I think some of you will think like, oh, it's good. It's okay. But honestly, I, for me, like I said, Marvel at its best. So if you've seen the movie, let me know in the comments section below. I want to know what you think about it. Um, did you, did you have a favorite thing about the movie? One, did you have something you didn't like about the movie? Cause I'd be curious about that too. I want to know. Um, let's get a discussion going. Let's get it going guys. Um, um, and I guess, yeah, that'll do it, uh, for right now. I'm sorry. I just kind of rambled all the way through, but that's essentially what one of these like impression reviews is. Uh, you know, somewhere down the line, we'll talk about it again. I'm sure when guardians three is on its way out, or maybe we'll do a massive, uh, something leading up into uh, Infinity War. Maybe we'll go through each individual... Excuse me. Excuse me. Got a niche. Um, each individual Marvel movie. Like, start at the beginning and just kind of go retro-review each single one of them. That would be fun. Um, but yeah, so so I'm sorry. I, I've got to, like... I, I need to go see this movie again. Um, yeah. I gotta see it again. I gotta see it again. So go see it. Let me know what you guys think. Um, you love it. You hate it. Um, you just eh about it. Like I said, get the conversation going. Put it in the comments below. Tweet at us, Diz Pop Show, or whatever. Or just let's you see me in person. Let's talk about it in person. Um, but that'll do it. Um, until next time, I'll see you guys in the next episode of Diz Pop.